And now we will have a split sermon brought to us by our pastor, Lawrence Gregory, entitled, Thy Loving Kindness is Better Than Life. Good afternoon. In Psalm 63, verse 3, we read, Because thy loving kindness is better than life. Now, without fully expounding on this wonderful psalm, we see from the subscription and from the uh, uh, verse 11, last verse, that uh, this psalm was written by a king, preferably, or concerning David, as he fled into the wilderness of Judah. And he expresses his thirst for God and his help and his service, his tabernacle and temple, as he expresses in other uh, psalms. So we can leave the general meaning of the significance of this psalm, but I want to focus on this phrase, thy loving kindness is better than life. Now what does that mean to us? So let's consider life in general. Both uh, life is both bad and good. You know, sometimes uh, in this life only, uh, without hope, it's just a physical, sensual existence. Some people go through life, uh, atheists or uh, non-religious persons, without any uh, thought of a future eternal life. And yes, maybe in this life there is some good, sometimes health and prosperity and uh, positive uh, benefits, but we all realize, whether good or bad, this life is temporary. God is eternal and forever. And so the contrast is, with this physical life, it's better to have and to know the wonderful loving kindness of God, because that goes on for all eternity. Now, Let's just uh, consider here briefly some definitions. First, kindness. We know if we consider the scriptures and uh, uh, take uh, dictionary qualities, uh, we'll see that uh, uh, there are synonyms sometimes and other words that are used to express kindness. Qualities of being tender, gentle, caring, having a concern, humane, loving, compassionate, favor, graciousness, and merciful. And some of those words are translated uh, as the uh, word kindness. And then loving, we know these words go together, loving kindness, is a strong emotional attachment. Similar care, concern, giving, a desire for another's welfare or benefit. And together they create a strong bond describing God's character of his loving kindness, his tender regard, or as sometimes it says, tender mercies or other expressions of his love. Now, in all of the consideration of this, we got to remember, God is balanced. And sometimes there is uh, a no. It's not all yay, yay. Sometimes it's nay. And sometimes God seems to be very harsh in his response and his treatment. That's balanced over with his loving kindness and everything he does is out of the goodness and graciousness of his character. 
And so sometimes when we see the way he acts or the things he does, sometimes it seems very brutal or very harsh or very, no, just a no, I'm not going to do that. But that is from an attitude of his quality of character, of his loving kindness. Now, sometimes uh, we'll say bad folks like to kind of fake it or come up with uh, a short, hollow, shallow, weak, phony expression of what they would consider would be kindness. But in reality is, uh, has an ultimate, uh, has a different motive rather than God. So let's just see some scriptures here, a few verses we have today. In this message that I'm, I'm covering today for David Hope, as uh, I don't know if uh, most of you know, David is uh, in St. Hillcrest Hospital, had surgery yesterday. He's going to be there for a few days, uh, colon surgery that was necessary to take. So I'm covering his time today in this uh, brief, short message. So I want to say the word loving kindness occurs 26 times in the Old Testament and four times as loving kindnesses, all 30 of these in the Old Testament. Now, in the New Testament, we have other words, synonyms, and similar expressions like uh, favor, gracious, goodness, tender mercies, kindness. These words are very similar in the New Testament, but we don't see the word loving kindness in the New Testament, only in the Old Testament. So. Uh, let's just look at a few of these verses here in addition to the opening scripture that we had and uh, consider Psalm 107, verse 43. The last verse of Psalm 107. Whoso is wise and will observe these things, these things that are preceding this, that are coming uh, before in the uh, uh, verses ahead of us, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. So if we're wise and we know other qualities and characteristics of God and how He acts and His plan and His purpose, then when we look at God and say, I understand now His loving kindness and why and how that is expressed to me. This is a very uh, expressive uh, way of uh, God in his outreach to his children, and especially to those who praise God who are uh, the saints. In Isaiah, the 63rd chapter, verse 7, Isaiah 63, 7, here again, We'll leave surrounding verses. Uh, we might sometimes look at a verse or two, but it says, I will mention the loving kindness of the Lord and the praises of the Lord according to all that the Lord has bestowed on us and the great goodness toward the house of Israel, which he has bestowed on them according to his mercies and according to the multitude of of his loving kindnesses. Here's one of those four times that it's used in the plural of loving kindnesses. And so God has many, a multitude of expressions of his loving kindness and to Israel and to his plan and purpose. And we see right here within this verse 
some of the goodness of God that is expressed and his mercies according to the multitude of his loving kindness. So he expresses his loving kindness in many ways. Hosea, minor prophet, chapter 2, verse 19 and 20. God is talking here about his relationship with Israel and his engagement and how he's going to be married to her and to spiritual Israel, of course, uh, in the uh, future. Verse 19, prophecy of that event coming. I will betroth thee unto me forever. Yea, I will betroth thee unto me in righteousness and in judgment and in loving kindness and in mercies. I will even betroth thee unto me in faithfulness, and you shall know the Lord. So here are a few of those expressions of his character of uh, loving kindness. Righteousness, judgment, mercy, faithfulness. So we see God in his expressions of the more fullness of his character. Not just one-sided, not just focused on that loving-kindness, but other things that balances out his character and his expression of his character. Now, all of these uh, references are uh, referring to God and his loving-kindness, not to us, because we're to emulate, we're to be like that if we can, and copy where uh, it's applicable, uh, and add that to our character. In Psalm uh, 138, there's a couple of psalms that go together here. Uh, Psalm 138, verse 2, let's go back there. Psalm 138, verse 2. I will worship toward the holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For you have magnified your word above all your name. God's word, he said, is magnified above his name. Now, some focus on the significance of the many names of God. He has many different names that express his character. And some just focus on one pronunciation of that name that they think the way they pronounce it is correct. And others pronounce it different. And I'm not going into the Hebrew or Greek pronunciation. You know what I'm talking about. But in all of that, he said he has magnified his word, his truth, above his name, above the pronouncement of his name. And back in Psalm 40, very similar. Here, I just wanted to accent the... Connecting link with uh, truth, Psalm 40, verse uh, 10 and 11. I have not hid thy righteousness within my heart. I have declared thy faithfulness and thy salvation. I have not concealed thy loving kindness and thy truth from the great congregation. Withhold not you your tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let your loving kindness and your truth continually preserve me. And that was his prayer, and that's our prayer, that God would express his loving kindness on us and do many wonderful and good things for us, and especially having his truth. You know, uh, you and I know, brethren, a lot of people discount the truth of God. They ignore the Bible. 
They don't uh, live their life by it. They don't follow it. Uh, they don't consider it God's inspired divine word. But we do. and We consider it the truth as he reveals it to us by his Holy Spirit. Then a couple of more verses uh, together in Psalm 92. So many of these, a uh, uh, portion of these are in the Psalms, references, and a few other of the writers uh, use them as well. Psalm 92, verse 2. To show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night in Psalm 143 because these are, these are similar expressions here 143 verse 8 cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning for in thee do I trust cause me to know the way wherein I should walk for I lift up my soul unto you and many other verses surrounding it so here's the, here's the thing I wanted to share it's very good early in the morning to give thanks to God for his protection over us, for his guidance over us. Just think right now, brethren, there are many people, we were talking about this in the room earlier there, uh, because of uh, forest fires and, and uh, things out west, have their whole house is burned up, all their papers, all their documents, all their photos, their life record, their whole house, many years of working and, and building a beautiful home, and many have lost their homes and uh, have uh, just been in a, a dire, difficult situation. So those of us who have been spared that loss, and we wake up in the morning and everything is continuing as it did the day before, we still need to give cause to stop that morning and thank God for bringing us through the night and be with us during the day and to, to guide and to go with us and to show us the way wherein we should go, to show us the way that we should walk and that we should live the rest of the day, that we will follow him. Now, uh, Psalm 17, verse 7, back up, beginning early here. Psalm 17, verse 7. Show your marvelous loving kindness, O Lord, that save us by thy right hand, them which put their trust in you from those that rise up against them. And those who, in spite of persecution and opposition, who still trust to God, who still hang on him, the prayer is that God will show his marvelous loving kindness. Now, we can think about and list take a lot of time and all of God's expressions of his loving kindness to us, his gentleness, his tender mercies, his goodness, his graciousness, his favor, all the wonderful good things that he's done for us. And the more we think about that, the more marvelous they become and the more marvelous he becomes to us. So in closing, we have a, another psalm here and Psalm 119. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. One of the longest psalms in the Bible. And uh, so many wonderful, wonderful verses here. But uh, let's go up to uh, verse 88. Psalm 119, verse 88. <clears throat> Quicken me after your loving kindness. So shall I keep the testimony of your mouth. 
Now, this quicken means to make alive, to revive, to renew, to save, to change me. And that's what we all want, isn't it? We want to be changed to become like God and to express His loving kindness with good judgment, with truth, with good understanding, with uh, right regard for what is right and what is wrong. We can't, we can't be unbalanced in this, and I hope you understand. I'm just focusing on this one aspect of the expressiveness of God's character that we want to emulate. We want to be quickened. We want to be changed. We want to be made alive, to be renewed, to be like God in that aspect. And yes, the more like God we are, the more that uh, we will have in our life. Remember, in all this, as I've tried to convey today, brethren, there is a, a balance, and we want to consider the overview of God and his personality, his character, his individual expression, all the wonderful things that he's done for Israel, all the wonderful things that he's done for us. We understand that we look at man as he is today and in the carnal, natural, physical life that we have. This is why this verse, Psalm 63, verse 3, can mean so much to us and to clarify because it says, Thy loving kindness is better than life. 